0: As moms, we often wonder, am I doing enough for my kids? I'm here to tell you, you are Super Mama. That's because we have an undeniable superpower, our intuition, and it never sears us wrong. I call it our mom sense. Hi, I'm Kanika Chadha Gupta, and I'm the host of That's Total Mom Sense. I'm a journalist, entrepreneur, wife, and mom of three, twins plus one. Now, if I had a dollar every time I heard, gee, you have your hands full. On my podcast, I interview influential moms from various industries and cover topics that all first-time parents grapple with, from getting your baby to sleep, to screen time allowance, your new normal in your marriage, and how to dedicate time to yourself. Learn and laugh along with that Total Mom Sense. This episode has been sponsored by Podcorn. I launched that Total Mom Sense on Mother's Day in 2019, and have been fortunate to have built a loyal following of mom and dad listeners since then. I recently started working with Podcorn, a platform for podcasters of all sizes to browse advertising opportunities, set their own rates and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. I've landed several brand deals through Podcorn and want to pay it forward because that's what moms do. Visit podcorn.com spelled P-O-D-C-O-R-N.com to sign up and learn more. As moms, we learn to become expert multitaskers and masters of resourcefulness. So many of us make major life transitions after we have a baby and decide to launch our own businesses and become our own hashtag mom bosses because we've found a new purpose in life. Whether it's a children's apparel line or novel product, launching a consultancy or service-driven agency or becoming an influencer. Once you have your idea off the ground and establish a critical mass, the next phase is launching an event to connect with your audience. On this episode, we're going to talk about all things events and showcasing your product or brand on a larger scale. Today, I'm joined by veteran event producer, Rachel Page Goldstein. Rachel is a partner and executive vice president of Matter Unlimited, an event production veteran with over 25 years of experience. Rachel is a masterful facilitator and connector of people, using her diverse background and perspective as a New York City native to cultivate experiences and opportunities for her clients. In her former role as the founder and CEO of Agent of Change Events, Rachel inspired global change by producing live events that create impact by leading strategic buzz strategy campaigns that celebrated today's most influential voices. She curated dynamic panels and high-profile speaker engagements, as well as led influencer outreach campaigns for a variety of mission-driven clients, which have achieved over 1 billion social media imprints. The Agent of Change events reached over $70 million for various initiatives related to women's rights, veterans' issues, political advocacy, peace initiatives, social justice, and the arts. Additionally, Rachel uses her 300-hour yoga certification and mindfulness certifications to create dynamic wellness event experiences. Rachel was a strategic advisor of the inaugural Women's March on Washington and is a senior advisor at the Milken Institute. She is the co-founder and executive producer of the annual Dot to Dot Summit, a movement to convene powerful young leaders to inspire and challenge their generation to take ownership and action. Rachel proudly sits on the advisory board of the Rise of Broken Women and the Holistic Life Foundation. Rachel, it is an honor to have you here with me today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So tell us what it was like growing up in New York. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) Growing up in New York City was a very fast childhood. Oh. Um, I first went to public school through sixth grade, and I went from private school went to a private school from seven to twelve. It's abnormal, but the normal to me, you know. I say that in that we were in the nightclub scene of New York City in our teens. Right, like I was always in events. <laughs> yes, yeah. I was always on a guest list. Right. Or I was always like it was. This was like my know how. Yeah. And you know, I look at other people who had a more I want to say balanced childhood because um, again like I what I was doing growing up in New York City is not what most teens are doing you know yeah. it was they're just getting a, dropped off to the mall <laughs> yes I didn't know what a mall life was yes never no clue like I was just like it was, it was wild. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, you know, that's something that I've noticed is so many New Yorkers, um, they know how to hustle. They're street smart and they just mature at a younger age, right? Yeah. You're just exposed. So, young. exactly. Um, well, tell us about Agent of Change and, you know, how you came up with the idea and built this empire truly.
1: So, um, I studied Kabbalah many years ago, um, and I had a Kabbalah teacher named Ruth Rosenberg, who's still um, very much in my life and very a blessing to us all. I don't study as much, but I absorbed it and I I get it, and I definitely have my values and my sense from what I've what I learned back. I actually studied Kabbalah in college, so Ooh. coming years later, it all kind of came full circle for me as well. Um, one time, Ruth, I had given her a book about wellness that I had just read. And I really like followed everything to the T of this one diet program called the rice diet, which was a place that I had gone down to in North Carolina for a time that I took a break from New York city craziness. And I was hiking and it was just like this beautiful, wonderful time in my life. And I gave Ruth this book and she followed it as well. And she wrote me a note and she was like, you changed my life. You are my personal agent of change. And I was like, you're my Kabbalah teacher. You're my agent of change. Yeah. I was like, but hold on. And the next day, I LLC'd agent of change. Oh, my goodness. And then, like, a year later, Barack Obama, like, kept calling everyone agent of change. And I'm like... Stop it. You're yeah. using it. No, I'm I loved Barack Obama so much that like he could say agent of change all at yeah. once. And now it's so funny when, because of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, everyone's like, Do you mind? Because everyone calls me nickname AOC. Like, oh, I'll sign. So, signed, funny. so people are like, Do you mind that she's taking your acronym? And I was like, Mind. I'm like, All the power to her. Right, I was right. like, She like, could be AOC too. Yeah. I'll lend it out to her. Exactly. She could do it. Exactly. So I have fun with that. So, so AOC and I can hang out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: I mean, amazing how that acronym and those words have manifested in your life totally. in so many different ways. Okay. So you've been in the business for nearly a decade. You've hosted 112 events. So date you've raised $70 million in funding for your nonprofit clients. Is this a pinch me moment for you? Can you believe these staggering statistics that you built?
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, but I do believe it. It's been a lot of hard work it's been an amazing team I've had the same core people working for me working with me I don't like to say for me I like I've had the same core team working with me on and off for the last decade um, it's when I started agent of change I just wanted to produce events that made a difference um, it was it's been such a ride for us and we have not only produced over 112 events by now I guess but we provide the platform for fundraising to have Happen. so we've worked with the Bronx Children's Museum which I'm from the Bronx actually Riverdale was where I first grew up and so like that was a meaningful project it's about education it's about preservation of culture um so that was a really cool event that we had done with Carrie Washington who was was honored um from for two of the years that we did that event or like when we produced the Headstrong Projects Gala and they treat uh they provide free health care for veterans when they come home from Iraq and i Afghanistan or war in general and saving the lives of our veterans and I thought that was really amazing. Also um, we worked a lot in the wellness world so before I started Agent of Change I worked for Donna Karen's Foundation Urban Zen um, where I produced a few well-being summits, one specifically called the Well-Being Forum
0: Uh back in
1: 2007 we're going but it was a 10-day well-being forum and it had everyone from Dr. Oz, Dr. Mark Hyman, uh, Marianne Williamson Deepak Chopra, Tony Robbins. I mean, it was a 10-day feat. Chris Carr, it was just unbelievable. Frank Lipman and all these amazing wellness experts came out to speak about like what's missing in hospitals and what can we do to help healthcare and, and the experience of the patients. And from that, uh, Urban Zen had created something called the Urban Zen Integrative Therapy Program, where they treat patients with yoga, Reiki, contemplative care, nutrition, aromatherapy like all these things and they did it they did a scientific research project at Beth israel hospital with cancer patients and it was amazing and very well received just to know that the ripple effect of these kind of programs were created from the events that I helped produce is a great feeling and wow. patients lives are better because of that and my network has gotten so big from working on such big events and i love i love curating panels and i love curating conversations and content building and all that stuff it's really um satisfying me.
0: So now tell us about, you know, the acquisition and how Agent of Change was acquired.
1: Last year one of my clients offered me a job and I was like really torn Uh, it would have meant I would have moved to Los Angeles which I was very open to and I was talking to one of my friends uh, Rob Holzer who had a company called Matter Unlimited and I was like what you've sold your company what do you do what would you do how does that work like I've never done anything like this I have like a few people in my life that I went to just for advice basically Rob's like come work for me (laughs) and listen I had my own ra- my own business for nine years I am very proud of the work we did but raising a kid in New York City and the expenses thereof I didn't I never had a paycheck okay. I just took what I could get what I made and made every month work I didn't have proper health insurance right. I had like the cheapest health insurance I didn't have dental I didn't have vision I didn't have anything like, yeah and I'm sitting here playing for private school because um I'm so wholeheartedly in love with the education education. education that the school the school that my son goes to because they teach him social and emotional learning Mm. opposed to just textbook. You know right. what I mean? And right. I, I searched all the public schools in New York City that were in our area. And I just, you know, I didn't feel the pull. I didn't feel the energy that I wanted for my son. And also but being a single mom, I, I feel like the, a school that has 18 kids in a class with three teachers, and this is like a well-trained uh, school platform that teaches all other teachers around the country like yeah. people go to this one in one school for the training and I just feel like he's getting he's getting a lot more and I'm yes. paying for that um, yes. I also think that they're, they're teaching his soul like the other day I'll give an example of, of some of the mind-blowing things you get from a five-year-old mm-hmm. so a friend of his was uh, over for a play date and um, her and her mom her mom's a dear friend of mine and I've never in her six years of life seen her cry and all of a sudden, it was like a Friday night. We had Shabbat dinner, and the and the little girl was hysterical, crying, oh. like like wailing, and I, okay. and like like her mom is so like composed, and composed, yeah, yeah, but doesn't tell her to say she doesn't say shh. She just was like letting her have it out, right? Okay, because that's how she parents, and I yeah. totally respect it. Yeah. And so the little girl was just crying, 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 oh, and so my, God. A, my son Elijah goes into my room. I have a little meditation area in my bedroom. And gets my rain stick. You know, rain stick that may, like when you turn it up and down and it sounds like rain is falling. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. And like this, and turns the other way. It's yeah. just okay. to- totally meant for soothing. <gasps> Goes in, gets my rain stick, like comes out, sits next to his friend who's hysterical crying and just starts turning over the rain stick to calm her down. Oh my God. On his own. And I was like, me and my friend were looking at each other like, yes. what did my Buddha just do? Yeah. <laughs> like, like he knew it in his heart how to take care of his friend. Yeah. And that was just like, I'm doing something right. Absolutely. And I, yes, it may be me, but I love that you're in tears. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <was the> <laughs> Like, thing. like he gets things like and he and you know that's important to me yeah you know
0: to understand um and have that emotional intelligence at age five exactly is like phenomenal you know because he's only going to be that much more as an adult exactly wow (laughs) wow thank you for sharing of course so sweet. Um, so, you know, many of the listeners um, have their own businesses or have an idea for a business. And event production is something that maybe sometimes people overlook, but it really does create um, a credibility around your brand. So tell us about why event production is important.
1: I think we produce live events and online events, right? Mostly of live events, 99% live events. And I think there's something to say for meeting someone in person and Having a like minded issue or reason for being somewhere and making that connection in person. Like, there's, you can't replace it. I've yeah. met so many people along the way at other people's events. I love being a guest. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I love being a guest. Yes. Um, there's something about human connection that you can't get any, anywhere else. So, you Absolutely. can't replace that. So, if I can provide the event or the space or the conversation or the fundraising or whatever it is for people to connect, the ripple effect will. We'll only go for it right. and that's number one um as far as producing the events like i'm it's all about logistics and coordination um i have something called that i've actually trademarked called the production bible okay and it's the a to z of production um and it's you know managing auctions audio visual budget catering design decor graphics invitations um and i'm doing this alphabetically it's it's but it's how i keep everything organized and sorted so every client can look at this Bible of sorts and, and refer to it, like what's right. happening in my in my event and the progress of doing it. And then at the end, we make one big report saying, here's the wrap, you know, this is what you got, this is what our results are, this is what we could do better, these are the key points, key everything. And it's 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 a system at this point, you yes, know. And that's yeah. why not only do I do the events, but I also do like behind the scenes influencer outreach campaigns where I have worked with so many uh celebrities and high-profile people people that if there is a mission, like I worked with the Rockefeller Foundation last year on venting maternal mortality around the world. So this was like a a campaign that they launched around Mother's Day last year. Mm -hmm. And so they hired me um, through Matter, actually, which was was our one of our first times working together. They hired me to just get, you know, high profile people to tweet, post about it. Mm Twenty five million views (laughs) on their campaign. In one wow. week, and I single-handedly wrote two hundred plus emails myself My while wow. I was in production of another event because I just couldn't help not help. Right, give right. me a cause to help, yes. and I will figure a way. That like is I was, I didn't sleep. So yeah, <laughs> it, it's tough. but it paid off. I mean, it's, wow. One of the tough things is that you know having so many amazing clients and then choosing what not to take on. Like right. I just had to, I just had to say no to something because I have two other events in the same week. And I was like, I am so sorry that I can't do this because I really wish I could. (laughs) I really believe in what you're doing, but I can't spread myself that thin. You know, I guess my goal with Matter Unlimited is that we could scale it and have teams of people doing that, but we're still young inside the world and we're just still getting things done. Right, right. right? So like, if I could look back on it (laughs) and change, it would have been the years of running my own business and projections and all that stuff. I never did that. I never wrote a business plan. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. I just went to work. Yeah, You, know? exactly. you just figured it I out. I just figured it out. I don't know if you know Marie Forleo yeah, and of her course. B-School. So yeah. I produced Marie's first three years of live events. Wow. And I was one of the big promoters of B-School in the very beginning, but can do it. Like oh. she definitely helped shape me, a dear friend of mine to this day, which yes. is emailing yesterday. Um. And you know, women have power Yeah. and not just women, men too. And right. and, and them, yeah. they have, power because you know you have to embrace all all beliefs of every everyone's identity these days yes yes
0: absolutely so for someone who has a homegrown smaller brand if they know they want to have some sort of event what tips do you have as an expert and insider on how they can go about planning something like that well depending on
1: the kind of event find the right venue right if you are limited on a budget figure it out yeah (laughs) ask for <laughs> donations yeah, <laughs> sponsors. sponsors what's your what are you looking for like why why are you having this event what can a potential sponsor or brand get benefit from tying their brand to your name or to the reason of your event get know your audience have your messaging out completely like what is it that you're trying to put out there make sure you, nowadays you have to have what your social media is going to look like if it's that kind of an event have the right catering I always mm-hmm. I just someone just asked me i just did answer a blog um, for my company and they said what are your sustainability tips and i was like always donate food to a homeless shelter always donate flowers to hospitals Aww. right always <laughs> always be conscious of what people's potential diets are because everyone's on something these days right. you know, gluten free dairy free that vegan everything ever. yes
0: yes <laughs> Oh, that's really great tips. So now tell us what your motherhood journey was like.
1: Mm. When I turned 40 years old, I was having a baby. It was a fact. Like if you met me when I was 37, 38, 39. Oh, well, when I'm having a baby next year, like it was a fact of life. Okay. And I was blessed to um, get pregnant in my, in my 40th year of life. Yeah. I got my birthday wish, my Christmas wish, my Hanukkah wish. Every <laughs> wish that I ever had was exactly um, as it should be. Wow. Um, and I, I remember when I was like two months pregnant, I saw his face. Like I knew. First of all, I knew he was a boy. Okay. It was one week of my nine months of my pregnancy. I thought it was a girl. Otherwise, okay. and I knew he was just, used. and I knew his name. One hundred percent. Oh my god. In the first second, I found out I was pregnant. Okay. Which was New Year's Day of oh, that year, 2014. So cool and like, very. Just ominous. Yes, for sure. It's an eye-opener. I didn't have it easy the first year. It was really rough doing it on my own. Um, I had experienced PTSD on levels that I never knew that that could happen to somebody. Mm -hmm. No one talks about that as much as they should. Right. Um, I had to go through hardcore, like, EMDR therapy. Like, I really, I had therapists. I mean, God bless. And it really kind of um, woke me up to... being even more of a strong woman to handle the things that I did. Yes. Um, but it was worth it because I guess kept having this little man at, at home who just wanted to love and I wanted to love. And so, you know, I breastfed for 18 months. I wish Good I never stopped. Yes. I mean,
0: <laughs> the only yeah. reason why I
1: stopped breastfeeding you. was because I was going on a trip to Israel, and was the first time I was leaving him for eight days. And it was—I was a basket case that yeah. trip. Like, I wish I didn't. I wish the people I met on that trip didn't meet me then, because I was just like, <laughs> "Why am I here? Right. I've already <laughs> been to Israel.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, get me home. Yeah, be with your baby. I just wanted to be with him. Yeah, um, and I only want to be with him. Yeah, he's, he's just—it's such a love. It's yeah, pure. It's the pure as it gets. I mean, I'm sitting with Rachel face to face
0: and I see her eyes light up yeah. when she talks about her son, Elijah. So, you know, being a single mom is like umpteen times more challenging.
1: What was your experience like and, you know, how have you grown from it? I don't know anything different. Okay. So I've never been married. I do what I do because I this is who I am. And
0: what advice do you have for moms and, you know, single moms in particular?
1: It takes a village. Yes. <laughs> Know who's in your village. Even those who started off with me and fell off because they thought that they were part of my village. It's okay. Whatever, you know, know your top five. Yes. Know them well. Yeah, you know, exactly. I have been lean less. on them. Lean on them.
0: And so when was a time where you trusted that mom sense of yours?
1: I think one of the biggest first decisions that I was truly, truly proud of was shifting from having a nanny to going to uh, childcare. Okay. I was thinking about how Elijah, you know, even as a little baby, he he had his little friends who were gonna be his friends for the rest of life. Mm-hmm. But the thought of him having one nanny that he was spending all day with and going to classes or whatever it is in New York City. Everything gets so expensive and I was paying such a huge amount of money. Yep. Again as a single mom running her own company, like yes. she was another employee to right. me. Who exactly. oh, had that extra money? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And so putting my son into a daycare which was the most incredible daycare I could ever uh, it's called the Purple Circle Early Education Center. Okay. He went there 8.30 to 6 every Day at two, three, and four years old. Okay, and people were like, "You you don't miss him." I was like, "Are you kidding?" Of course, I miss him. Like, I would love to spend every day with him. You know, when other parents were like, "You didn't, you lost so much time with him when he was little," and I'm like, "Are you kidding?" Like, I put my son into the best, most caring, wonderful um, school center with the most loving people that they helped me raise him. Like, I'm very, very much in touch with the founder of that. The right. school, the director, the teachers, like I had one of his teachers babysit him the other night as cool. a surprise. Like he loved it. Like I had no choice. Yeah. You know, I went back to work after C-section two weeks later. Okay. I know. Oh, my God. That's one thing I wish I could have had more time. Right, right. But I had no
0: choice. Yeah,
1: exactly. I had no choice.
0: I mean, but that just is a testament to this inner strength and powerhouse that you are. Yeah. Because you just rise to the challenge and you do you do what you got to do. You just do it. Yeah. And there's no excuses. You just did it. Yeah. I just Which, did it. Yeah. That's really, really incredible. Let's not forget our
1: quote of the
0: day. Is there a
1: quote that you live by? Nothing of value happens unless you take a leap into uncertainty. It is by Colette Abukar Muscat. She, her quote has been on the bottom of my emails for 25 years okay. since I've had emails. There is another quote from my friend who sadly passed away two years ago, Naomi Friedman Rabkin. She died of breast cancer, and it was just really heartbreaking, heartbreaking time for me. Uh, and she said, "Do what you love, and you will never work a day of your life." Mm. And it's true, so right? True. If you love what you do, yeah, I went back to work two weeks after a C-section. Yeah, right. I went to work <laughs> while my son is two years old at yeah in a daycare. In, in yeah, a daycare. like I love what I do. <laughs> (laughs) i don't know anything different yes yeah this is it
0: yeah and you put your whole heart and soul into it and he sees that too you know Mm -hmm. and everyone around you sees that and so you're definitely making an an impact and you live a life of purpose as you do it it's now time for mom hall when we share products we love is there any other kind of product that you're loving right now? It could be beauty, wellness, lifestyle,
1: parenting related, anything. I just yesterday received a package of bulletproof coffee um, products. Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually don't drink coffee. I drink matcha tea, okay. which is my favorite thing in the world. Chacha matcha is two blocks away from here. Oh, nice. And I have to have one every day that I'm in this area. Okay. <laughs> um, but I just sprayed something called homebiotic all around the house. And I have to say the energy that I got from this homebiotic it's just like a spray pro- probiotic that you i was high from this stuff wow. <laughs> so
0: cool. So thank
1: you dave asprey for yeah. creating this homebiotic uh spray i love those i love those kind of things but i'm also a huge fan of essential oils elijah may not love all the smells of them however i've had a rose signature oil that i've used from young living as well as doTERRA has a beautiful beautiful rose as well those mm-hmm. are my two favorite favorite Company for um, for essential oils, which I was a distributor of as well on the side. Yes, yeah, of course, (laughs) of course, because you need more things to do. Sure. Um,
0: so my mom haul um, product is Lark Adventurers um, pajamas. Okay. So it's a uh, she's become a friend. Her name is Polly Vigola, who is the founder, and it's 100% cotton, organic cotton, really soft. I mean, you just you want a pair of onesies for yourself. They're they're that soft um, for kids. And then she has expanded into other lines, into two pieces and other apparel for kids. Um, but yeah, I check it out for apparel for kids. <laughs> You know a company
1: I love, Anna Anderson. No, I haven't. Quality. Oh,
0: actually, yeah. They she does pajamas too, right? Pajamas. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Just yes. quality, yes. quality,
1: quality stuff. Yeah. We just went uh snow tubing over the weekend, okay. and I got Elijah a little snow suit and everything. And but uh the thermals are so great. Like, nice. But they, their clothes are wonderful. Wonderful. Got to order that online. Online. Yep. Yep. We'll link everything below. Babo shampoo and conditioner. Oh, favorite. Okay. They have good stuff. Nice. And course, honest, but yeah, I still use the Bobo stuff more than anything.
0: Oh, cool. Well, thank you so much thank you for, for having being me the show today. You <laughs> are a light. I fun. mean, you know, Rachel has this energy. I wish that you all could experience it. Um, you can see how, um, pure your heart is thank just you. speaking to you, and, you. and I'm Thanks so for fortunate to have met you. Thank you. I'm so honored. Thanks for tuning in to my interview with Rachel Page Goldstein. She is a force, isn't she? You can follow her and view her work on her website, rachelpagegoldstein.com. And her Instagram is super easy as well. It's at rachelpagegoldstein. And we'll link all of that info in our show notes. I hope you learned why it's necessary to uh, incorporate live events into your business. And it's always great to get tricks of the trade from an expert in the industry like her. Keep sending me your reviews on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher, and write to me. I love reading your messages. My email is that's thatstotalmomsense at gmail.com, and also you can send me a DM on Instagram at Kanika k-a-n-i-k-a-x-o-x-o. Remember, always trust your mom sense. Stay strong, super mamas. See you soon. That's total mom sense.